Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. How are okay. you? I'm okay. I was having a lot of technical difficulties just now. Oh, well, that's pretty common, actually, for things like this. I mean, we're dealing with energies. <laughs> so I'm excited to, to, to meet, to connect. Have you done this before? No, no, I, I never have. Okay, right on. This is first time. Um, so what brought you to me? Um, they, uh, a friend like recommended, and, um, you know, I had a recent loss. Right on. I mean, right on to the recommendation. Uh, so sorry about your loss. Um, I'm sorry I, about yours as well. My, yeah, I know. There's actually, I had a loved one and then my dog. So it's just been several things. So um, it's just how I deal with grief is a little different now, but yes. <laughs> um, so thank you for your trust in this experience. Um, my job is to give you what I sense, see, and feel. Um, I certainly never want to impose on anybody's life or make sure, you know, no, make anyone feel uncomfortable. So during the course of the reading, I'm going to translate the messages to my best knowing, and then I'll go ahead and just validate the souls based off of what I'm getting. Your job is going to just kind of help me if I need it. If like, well, that goes there or that goes wherever, uh, because it's going to, I'm going to feel more than just probably the one soul that you're you were mentioning, um, I'm going to feel what I call the spiritual dashboard. I'm going to feel emotions. I'll feel whatever they need me to sense out and feel out. Um, and then we just talk. So in essence, it's just a conversation. So um, you and I are just going to talk. I'm just going to give you what I see. And since there's no crystal ball, Harry Potter wand, nothing like that. Um, and so it's just a combo. So um, <sighs> I, is your mom's mom in spirit? Oh, yes. Okay, because she come in a hot. Is your mom too? My mom too. Yeah, she's here too. Uh, um, they're, they're loud. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, it's so cool. All of a sudden, I just feel like I popped into a reunion. I feel like there's so many good things coming my way to talk about, to give us perspective. So we're going to, okay. But did you, did you, the soul earlier, did you want to, was it a, is it a male that recently passed? Yeah. Okay, don't tell me anything. <laughs> I have fun with my job and I laugh with my emotions, but I am very sensitive. So if anything comes through, it's going to be for healing. It's going to be for perspective. Okay. You are, you, I love your soul already because your soul is coming to me as a go-getter, a move forward, as a let's get stuff done. Let's get shit taken care of. Let's take care of business. And so your soul my is so ready to hear. Let's hear. <laughs> Not, wait, me? <laughs> Your soul, your soul, yeah, your soul, yeah, you. Sorry, you, but it's your yeah. soul. I can feel your soul. I don't, I don't hear your mind right now. I hear your soul. You've turned your mind off because you're like, okay, this is it. This is what I. This is hopefully what I need. Yeah. Cool. So, that's your mom's partner, or yeah. ex. Yes. Yes. Partner. Were they yeah. married? Yes. Yes, partner. Okay, thank you. I'm like, there, he's coming forward as her partner, and then um, my dad. So is that's why the reunion. 
So, <laughs> so did, do you come from a faith-based upbringing? Yeah. Because they're yeah. all up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That, that's him. Him? Well, not not my dad. That would be my mother's mother. Grandma. Yes. Listen, your top yes. tier, your top tier soul is right here. It's your grandma, your mom, and then I got your dad over here. So it's like I can hear hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So it's like grace. Yeah. It's saving, yeah. it's amazing grace. It's coming through, amazing grace. Um, so I don't know if she liked the song, if we just celebrated through that song ever. Um, so we are really at peace. Um, there's a lot of beautifulness coming towards your ways. Uh, angelic energy is coming from her. I feel like she's someone that you miss dearly. Is that her that you miss dearly? Do you miss your, you miss your fan? There's like, there's, there's stubbornness coming from all of this. <laughs> like, there's just a lot of like, did you not agree though with some of their life choices or decisions in the way that they would execute out love or the way that they would accept people? Who is this about? Um, well, there's a, re a religion um, because I'm Catholic and they were Southern Baptist, my, my mother's side of the family. She's the one who converted. So I has a lot of disagreement with religion. Cool. And here we are being... Uh... <laughs> unified by a medium so <laughs> yes yes so here's the deal you know it's like oh just grace and lovely it's this it's that's why it's so protected that's why it's beautiful so i don't care what anybody believes in i'm not a belief system so this is this incredible recourse of life that we can just feel out as just love Okay, love. I just feel a bunch of love. Um, okay, so who lost the brother? Did someone have a heart attack? Um, my dad's mom did. So he's with his mom. Um, is his father also passed? Oh, yeah. 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 They're all together. That's what I'm saying. It's a reunion. I feel like you're like a last man standing when it comes to all the older people. Yeah, I am. <laughs> That's I, have, I have no one else. I'm like, yeah. this is a reunion over here. I just need yeah. you to realize there's a lot of, a lot of stuff happening, but I got to tell you the, the orbit of the, 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 the web of the network of the souls don't all align with personality like there's just things here that i'm like i wonder if we would all wonder if we we're all in the same spot like i wonder if we <laughs> if like based off of certain life's decisions and i'm not just talking spirituality i'm talking like deep secrets and deep motions and intentions that were lied to based off religion like there's a face of religion behind a lot of truth and there's a lot of accountability being had over here and it's like almost like there's this oppression that was had where we didn't maybe talk about real shit, where all of a sudden they're giving me real shit. So it's like, there's just a lot of love coming out of that toxicness. You understand that? Yeah, yeah. So was your dad ill in the end of his passing? Yeah. Were you the one taking care of him? Yeah. He wants to thank you for that. Um, was, did he battle anything with the brain or Alzheimer's dementia or anything like that in the head? Yeah. 
a little bit of cognitive yeah cognitive decline yeah. thank you thank you because that's what's happening i'm like going down it's almost like my equilibrium is off all of a sudden and my balancing is off i, I, I wonder if he would fall or if he had issues with that but yeah he um, did he had he had issues with falling so okay so um his soul is um clearly here and showing me things so um you really got the job done. He says, I want to thank her for doing everything. Um, I feel like I want to say that you treated him like a nurse. Did you do things like what a nurse would do and change it? Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. To a point. Okay. <laughs> okay. So listen, yeah. anytime a soul co comes through and shows me, um, care and morale and like how we just did what we needed to and, and really made sure things were taken care of. Was he also like someone that was stubborn when it came to his health and then getting help? Um, not with going to the doctors, but he didn't want a caregiver initially, but he was good with the medical, but he didn't want a caregiver initially. That's the same as, so I'm talking mm -hmm. about you helping him, caring for him. And then he showed me resistance to medical care. So he shows me then in essence that he didn't want someone else, but then you guys ended up with hospice. Um, we ended up with a caregiver. Okay. So to me, that would be the same sign. Um, yeah. And so caregiver hospice, that's all similar. So it's, it's the, it's the tug of war of needing to know if the choices were made properly or correctly, because it's a sensation of making sure he was properly handled fair. Right. And so right. he's coming through and acknowledging that you laid him down with integrity and grace and respect and honor and everything was made in the most appropriate fashion. Do you understand that? Yes. It's yeah. very honorable and respectful. Okay. There's a lot of love and honor and respect. And so I imagine you keep his legacy alive and they're a legacy alive. It's like you, were you guys close? Me and my dad. Best friend? Yes. Thank you. Because this is what all this is. You see me dancing with my hands. Yeah. Um, this is an entanglement of a spiritual bond that you feel um, like you guys have lived lives before and you have. So there's this ideology of your spiritual connection that is going to um, allow you to have strength in ways that you would normally feel weak. And that's where we say things like, I don't know how I'm getting through, but I'm getting through. Your dad is a part of that getting through still. And so the strength that he's giving you is something very, very uh, prominent, but did somebody get, cre did he get cremated? Mm -mm. No. Okay. Hold no, on. But... <laughs> was no. that a question or like, don't do that? Or was there like a, somebody showing me the debate around cremation or debate around what we do after like the funeral? Like there's a, was there ever like, you know, in certain kinds of religions, like there's like traditions and then like the tug of war of not knowing what to do or certain kinds of ways of remembering somebody. And so some people have like a very disbelief towards cremation, whereas other people, they want to make sure that we respect them in the way that they want to be. But then sometimes we may have some wishful thinking of doing it differently. So I don't know if that's resonating with that on that, but there's like this sensation of making sure that everything was Everything that happened had to happen in the way that it had. Did you take care of everything afterwards? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So did you keep the word? Did you keep his word? Like everything he wanted you did? His wishes, I mean? Well, he never really talked about his wishes, but um, 
What you did then was this. Okay, do you need to hear that the choices you made on his behalf he approves of? Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because that's, listen, when I'm getting this information in this way, it's there's a message to be said. So it's a correlation of how you handled yourself with choices and decisions without knowing truly what he would have wanted. And that's sometimes going to surface up again. I wonder if he knows. I wonder if he's okay. I wonder if he is proud. I wonder if he is accepting of how we did this. And so he's just trying to show up and say things like, thank you. And I love you. And I'm proud of you. And I'm, I'm proud to be your dad. And I'm proud to be over here protecting you. And he's guiding you and showing up for you. Was he not, was he not very spiritual? He was, he was, he was it's spiritual. just that he was Baptist. So when it comes kept to me this, my religion. Okay. So he's religion, not spiritual. There's two different things here. So oh, okay. yeah, religion, he, if he was religion, he's not going to be spiritual. I'm spiritual. Like the alignment here, religion do not believe in communicating to spirit. So spirituality I'm all about. So he yeah. wasn't that because no, this is old not, school. He would not be a, he would be opposed to this. Yes. Yes. That's he would. To say. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he would. He would not think that this was real. And right. He, and he's trying to validate himself for you because you know him in that way. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would not be for this. <laughs> so it's almost like nobody else around you really knows you're doing this or it's something that you're kind of keeping on a secret because it's something out of the norm. He yeah. says this to me. So you need to know that he's so around you that he knows your intentions of not telling people that you've done this because you're that dire need of finding hope and peace. And because you had a friend that you trust experience this and then I'll be witchy-washy or uh, witchy-woohoo. You said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, she, she found you. I don't know how she found you, but- That's what he says to me. Is that, That's what brought you here is that you trusted the friend because if you didn't have a, an experience before this experience, you would not have done this on your own. Right. That's what he is telling me. So if he knows your intentions and if he knows why you're making decisions in the order of which you are, this only tells me that he's around you. Fair? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay, let me see. Did he have kidney issues or liver issues, kidney? um not the no so i'm at the bottom right of my tummy so that's going to be the kidney or the liver um so did you connect to that to anyone else in spirit did someone have kidney issues kidney disease because now they're going through a kidney transplant so i'm wondering if somebody had issues with the kidney somewhere somewhere with the i have a living friend who had a kidney transplant but yeah. oh perfect so listen hey how bizarre, right? That you have a yeah. friend that went through a kidney transplant. So that's where that's going to have to go because that's so. Um, was this a recent thing in the last few years? Yeah. Okay. Now, was was your dad alive when you when that happened? Yeah. Okay, but was your mom in spirit? Yes. Listen, your mom and your grandmother's coming up and saying, "Well, I was there for that because I'm over here talking about dad being there for certain things." You hear how this works? Yes. Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, okay, let me switch some things over here. So did you keep your mom's wedding ring? 
Um, or her ring, or do you have your dad's ring? I'm just seeing a ring, but I thought it looked like a wedding one. Um, or a band. Do you have his band? No, I think that was stolen. Oh, it was stolen. Okay, I gotta. So did he had did he have cancer? Yeah. Okay, so he's coming through and telling me he had cancer. Um, he also is making me feel like he wasn't ready to go. He didn't want to go. Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. But this sensation, though, of knowing that where he's at, he has found the light. He's found God. He's found he's a, Jesus. He's found Jesus. So it's, it's um, you just should know that he is where he needs to be and he's being watched over because I do believe you were watching over him when your mom, after your mom died, yeah? Um, well, she died when I was 11. Well, here's the deal. That would make sense that you would have been around him like a parent per se in making yeah. sure he's protected and safe and guided because could you imagine someone that you've been around your entire life without your mom being around physically where you're like, I hope he found where he needed to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because you're looking out for him. You're always making sure he was okay. Fair. Yeah. And so that's what he's making me feel like is that mom died a while ago and that you needed to know that he was safe and secure wherever he landed. Right. Okay. That's what this is. Um, um, did someone have lung cancer? Um, his, well, no, wasn't lung cancer. I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did he have a sibling? Does he have a sibling in spirit that also had cancer? No, his father had cancer. Okay. Gosh. But, okay, my, my dad had problems with his lungs in the end. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. So, yes. so, uh, so the dad had lung, something, cancer in the lungs? No, it was a neuromuscular. Oh, problem. the brain and the muscle. Okay, one moment. So, so you're dad had lung um was there something because it's getting filled up so did he have hard time breathing and then like did he yeah. have fluid in the lung some like carbon dioxide or something aspirated or something aspiration what does that mean i don't know what that means um Is lymphomia, 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 anything? Lymph, lymph. Um, lymphoma. Lymphoma. What is yeah. that? He had, lympho he had lymphoma. And that's what caused, yeah, the neuromuscular, the, the muscular, pro yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> so. What? Yeah. Listen to me. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything, but I'm over here trying to spell. I'm yeah. like, I don't know what you're giving me. <sighs> that is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, he had lymphoma. Okay. I'm gonna calm down. 
cause the weakness <laughs> and and the neuromuscular type of lymphoma he had caused all these other problems. And this was who again? Your dad? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I'm like, show me what you got. Show me what you had. And was it stage three? Hopes that not stage is like stage three, four? Four, yeah. Four. It's so shocking, this information, because dad leaving. No wonder you guys were best friends. I mean, you've been together since you were 11. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So of course he's going to make sure that you know that he's safe and secure and you're going to really, now that he said lymphoma or whatever, he's, he goes, she's really going to trust this is real. She's really going to surrender into knowing that I'm good because what's happening is she's having this roadblock, this weird insecurity issue about her own spirituality. She's having these tug of wars of really understanding what's real, what's not, because if this says this and how can this be real and blah, 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 blah. So there's a lot of reconfiguration here. Yeah. And so what he's wanting you to know is that he is protecting you in whichever way you choose to go. So if you want to understand a different version of spirituality and kind of open up your mind, which is obviously why you're here to begin with, he says, it's like he's, she's trying to learn different ways of knowing because what she sees religion advocate for is not going, is not going for her moral compass. In other words, you're watching religion advocate for pain. And to be honest, that's the only pullback that you have with the religion you're in, I feel. Yeah. So yeah. your dad is talking to me organically and authentically about an emotion that probably not very many people know about, fair? Yeah. Because this isn't something that you're going to just announce out loud because you're going through a lot of decompartmentalizations of like your own self. You're asking yourself different questions. You're asking yourself on discoveries and realizations. And, and I think that he's doing this with you. And in fact, I know he is because if you have a spiritual, I'm sorry, a religious soul turned spiritual. Right. Because listen, it doesn't matter what you believe. They all go to the same. They're all here in the same spot. They're all in the same little area. And it's like, okay. So why are we holding expectations that religion put on us? And why are we holding shame and blame of an oppression that we're being mishandled in and not being treated correctly? Why are we putting so much negative connotation to religion when really all we need to do is learn to love differently? Yeah. And so that's going to be your change. Your family needs you to change that in the religion. Your family needs to be the advocate for the change because people aren't listening. So right. I don't know what that means for you, but you're going to need to make sure that you understand that there's change to be had and perceptions to be made because clarity is at stake. It's a big deal. What's ever happening is a very intense spiritual alignment, because if you had people above you that conformed in a version of life that didn't really match well with ways of living with judgment or shame or closed offness, I don't know what this all means, but there's going to be a, a, a time that you pivot out or someone in your orbit needs to. So there's going to need to be that change. So what is this about? How do you connect to this? Do you feel pull to understand things differently to help people reconnect the dots on what religion was should have already been about yeah yeah i i um even you know even though i'm catholic i'm open to other belief systems and you know spirituality and stuff like that 
other religions and so so maybe this is going to be a battle within yourself of being the change within yourself first because if you can truly surrender to knowing that there doesn't need to be a religion for this to be real then we can take off some of the rule books that create the pain some of the rules that create the oppression some of the rules that don't take accountability for for real sake and it's it's just a really cool way that we can now probably do that within ourselves and see ourselves in our own little way of understanding things differently that has to be what you're going through because that's what they're pushing me through um and that's going to feel bizarre at times like it's going to be a trick because everything you thought was right is going to be questioned and tested. And it's going to be like, well, if, if that happened, then that can't be true. And then at what point do you say, well, if that's not true, then that's not true. And that's not true. So then all of that must not be true. So it has to be an ideology that we can't cherry pick our own religion based out of fear that something could be wrong or something could be right. So it's like, well, if one or two or three things isn't exactly the way we need, then maybe there's a correlation to some of that. So it's not to say get out of religion, it is to redefine what it means. And so it is a, it's, it's a really neat experience to process in, in our mind's eye and our ego and our heart and our soul to really find tranquility. It's really cool. Yeah. Did your mom die um, unexpectedly, like quickly, suddenly? Well, she, for well, unexpectedly for me, yes, unexpectedly for me, but for no one else. How's that? Was she sick too? Yeah. Because, okay, thank you. But she had so. stomach cancer. I know you mentioned the stomach earlier, right? And I, I, yeah. I didn't connect yeah. the dots. That's what this was. Like, yeah, yeah, we were there. Okay, thank you for bringing me back to that. Okay, because that's not, listen, it was a very hard weight in my tummy. And that's what I was saying. Something is there. Something is really there. And so for you to need to connect to your dad, you know, first and to hear from him, you're going to allow your brain to actually listen. And now you're recovering. You're like, oh, you said stomach. You, I could have said that was my mom, but she died when I was 11. Didn't think she'd be around. Well, it doesn't matter the year when she died, you're dead. So it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, they actually hate it when I say dead because they're not. They're like, we're here. We're way more alive than we ever have been. And so I have to just make sure you hear that. So, um, but that's what we say. We say, well, she's, how could she be around me? She's been gone so long. But then at the same time, we feel that she's around. So it's like this tug of war. It's like, I wonder if that's her, but probably not. You know, it's like, it's yeah. <laughs> um, so did someone have, does she have cancer too? Yep. Does she have breast cancer? No, uh, stomach. Oh, that's what you said, stomach. But uh, so I'm going to my top all of a sudden. My, my, did, is someone on earth that went through breast cancer? Oh, um, yeah, my, my dad's ex-girlfriend. Okay. Um, and then she's still alive? Yeah. Okay. So obviously that's going to be his way of telling me that he's around her as well, in a way, in a degree. But did he, uh, was he with someone when he died? I don't know. I feel single. Me? I'm sorry. Oh, was, you, oh, he was single. Yeah, he yeah, was. Single. Okay, he was sorry. single. So, <laughs> I took um, that was she the girlfriend before? Like, was that the last girlfriend before he died? I don't think so. Okay, yeah. so it's interesting. 
I'm like, why are you bringing that around? Well, she had um, recently gotten back in my life. Oh, she's coming back around in your orbit. So um, um, are you guys... We're, like reconnecting we're, as we're, friends. We're, yeah, we're we're in contact with each other. Cool. Okay. So isn't that neat that your dad is bringing up someone on Earth that went through breast cancer and that happened to be his ex and that happened to be the same person that's back around in your orbit? Yeah. Yeah. So so we need to realize that your dad is very much around you, but more importantly, orchestrating. Because did that happen after he died? What the breast cancer? I'm no no. Uh, where she's back in your orbit um she we had one like one dinner together be him and her and then after he passed she's really been around yeah okay so you guys were together before he died when they were ex like not together yeah yeah so yeah this was all very recent okay so so okay Remember the question that I was like, is that the girlfriend that he had before he died? Because he showed me him with her before he died. So that's why I was like, so is this the last girlfriend? That's why I was confused. So they, they weren't, they were dating. Guys, but you were friends. They were all friends. So that's what he's, yeah. so that's what he was trying to show me is that you guys had been together before he died and then mm-hmm. continuously to be around you both. Now he's in spirit because to yeah. me, it would be bizarre for a soul to come through and show me they're around an ex-girlfriend but really it's because you guys are now friends and you guys were friends or he was friends with her too so it would make sense so uh it's just making sure i'm interpreting that right so um obviously letting her know that he says hi um is going to be important um and that he he's around her i feel like is important to say because i think that she feels him Did you keep his watch or did he leave behind his watch? He left behind a lot of watches. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Cause he shows me watches. Did he also wear hats or have hats? Mm-hmm. Left behind those hats. You kept them. Yeah. Okay. And his shoes. <laughs> uh, it just has all the things, the things or boots. I don't know. Shoes. So Okay. So were you present when your father died? Yeah. And you told him it was okay to go? I didn't say that. You didn't want him to go. Exactly. Thank you. See, he's trying to show me you were there and then trying to make sure that he's giving me uh, this wording. Um, And so I'm seeing you distraught. I'm seeing you crying. I'm seeing you very upset. And I'm seeing you, uh, was he incoherent? Was he not able to speak? Um, They had intubated him. So he was not able to communicate back to you when you were doing this, correct? Um, before, was this right before that? 
Was this when you were saying goodbye right before that? I didn't say goodbye till after he had passed. So you were doing all of this when he was not in his body because the incoherence is going to show me where he wasn't able to communicate back whenever you were doing this. Yeah. So in essence, his soul was out of his body when you were communicating to him, correct? Yeah. So yeah. this is what's going to be important for a soul that needs to come through and communicate that they were present for the farewell. Because if you were telling him things or experiencing some sort of experience and he was not he, there, mm -hmm. so did you show up? So did you show up at, like, did you not, did you not get the chance to, was that not the way you would have wanted it to be like this? Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, it's very, it's, there's a hang up here. There's a lot of like, not exactly the way. So did you get there after he died or after the, the plug? Um, no, I got there. You're before, like there, in and out, like in and out, in and out, in and out. <laughs> yeah, they, I got there before they intubated him. So he was awake. And then they intubated him. Because he wasn't making progress, like he wasn't right. changing. And so therefore that was the only option. Yeah. And that's when you said no, because I know that this is going to be it. Um, or what's that? I what the sign of the cross you're doing <laughs> right how funny <laughs> it was um, this it wasn't the cross it was actually like this um angle it was an angle like up so it means nothing to you but to me it means um there's some sort of sensation of of knowing of not knowing the exact outcome or not under i don't know there was just this weird bizarre like so did you not know what to say in that moment well when i, I told him that that what they were doing was going to help him and so they intubated him and, and still died. wasn't expecting him to die they you know they're still trying to help him so you feel like you probably misled him by saying something and then that ended up taking him out i have a lot of feelings yeah <laughs> yeah Whew. Not, not that, but yeah, I have a. You have I, feelings towards being misinformed by the medical team. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I uh, yeah, I feel like things could have been different. Miss or handled differently. So there was yeah. so there is a lot to unpack here. That's why there was a lot of. Um, and so it's it's literally um, needing to let you know. <sighs> that he is secure with the way everything went. So we should release any kind of what ifs or wish I hads. There's a lot of like a release because it's beating you up. It's so beating you up. I wonder if we did something different or if he was seen or this, or if they didn't do that, or it's like, there's a lot of tug of war of decisions and choices. And he's just letting you know that we don't need to feel guilty or weird or bad, or we don't need to press or push. We don't need to feel indifferent. We just need to be content with the fact that he is complacent and happy and good, and he's no longer in pain and he's so healthy again, and he's just where he needs to be. And so we need to release any other expectations that you should carry through, keeping his memory alive with making sure that things are represented. Are you thinking about like injustice stuff or legalities at all? Mm -mm. okay no, so yeah. it's it's just the idea inside of you to release the injustice inside of you 
Okay. Because there's an injustice in, in you. You've lost your best friend. And a part of that was a medical experience that you feel robbed from, because I don't think you were able to say goodbye in the way you would have wanted to, because if it was up to you, he would have been awake and it would have been a better time. Yeah. And had you known that he was going to die from that, you would have probably taken care of yourself better and you would have done yourself better. But because you were misled and misguided by the team, that's where we fall into. I wish it was different. Is that fair to say? Yeah. So your dad is really just wanting you to know that it is okay to release the idea and it's okay to just know that moving forward with him in spirit with you is very important. So I don't know why I saw the word snow. Um, pennies, did he collect pennies or did you did you find pennies? Mm -hmm. In the closet, yeah. You find pennies in the closet or he collects yeah. pennies? Not, well, he collected change, but I found pennies in the closet. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we thought he we thought he had given all of his change away, but I found some pennies in the closet. Whoa! So you found some pennies in the closet. So I, I need you to know that that was his way of letting you know that he's there with you and safe. Um, he's going to be more earthbound. Um, so this is going to mean that his soul is going to uh, have earthbound tendencies. And so I wouldn't be shocked if you start to really experience him. Um, has he been gone just less than a year? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Six yeah. months? Yeah, about four months. Okay. Um, so you've not actually allowed yourself to grieve properly, I feel. Like there's a lot of pullback, a lot of like, uh, like, ah. Uh, and it's like, we scoop it and we know it's there. And then we keep it at the surface. So I'm going to just scoop it up so I can acknowledge it. And then I'm going to keep it at the surface because if I can hold it, and be in control of it. And if we're in the surface, it can't get to you. So that's wrong. So you need to make sure that you're allowing yourself to feel the violation of the emotions that come through. And it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. And so this is going to be important because I do sense that you feel like sometimes you forget he's gone. Like anytime you can call him and it's like, oh my gosh, he's not here. Or he would be walking in the door. It's like, he's not here. So it's this constant loop around of being reminded within yourself that he's not here. Do you have that still? I, uh, I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, oh, I wish I could just call him or I wish I could just talk to him and then realizing he's not available, but then also knowing that he's not there, but it's just like a half a second. It's, it's very bizarre. You're going through the new skin of understanding who you're going to need to be in this new version of your life, because that's what happens with our souls is that we really conform into new versions of ourselves. And that's what you're already picking up on who you are becoming already in the last four months is somebody different than who you were before your dad passed. And you're understanding this to be true because you can't find it and you think that this is a or I feel like you believe that this is a part of your growth and, and, and it's like this is it's an awakening you're awakening to a lot of different things so um that's exciting so there's sexual abuse over here um so or sexual trauma did you was your mom sexually abused or was your grandma not that I know of okay yeah of course, in a family like that, we're not going to probably talk a lot about other things. Like, okay, okay. Um, so, well, 
See, that's the thing. I, I can feel it. I can pick it up. It's um, so you can't connect to anyone that has passed over that's been maybe um, somebody that wasn't good in that sense. Maybe somebody like you don't connect to any kind of abuse um, because there is like predator sexual abuse inside my tummy all of a sudden. And I know then that that's somebody trying to acknowledge um, somebody that put out behavior that was not good. Um, and so I just have to acknowledge that. But if you don't acknowledge that, then that's fine too. So um, does that not ring a bell? No. I'm not saying that's your dad at all. This is a completely different thing. This is a completely different uh, soul. Um, it's just energies, but I felt very pulled that direction. Um, when you were younger, did you experience any sexual harm? No. Okay. Um, bizarre. They come through sometimes to align correction and repair and always actually it's not sometimes and it's not like it's going to be a negative connotation everything I feel is neutral so it's not a bad thing okay so for me to sense all things it's all good so sexual abuse for me is just to going to acknowledge that somebody needs healing somewhere that's all so it's um, it's not a bad thing at all okay um, so we're going to just release that since we don't know anything about all that. Isn't that weird? Hell of a sudden, just one wrong thing out of nowhere, a big heavy topic, because that's not something I'm going to grab and just talk out of nowhere. So I know it has value and merit. It just may not be somewhere on your knowing. So that's fine. Um, okay, so um, do you have children? No. I was going to actually say, I don't see any children. Uh, that's so funny. Um, Are you not married either? No. Do you find yourself going through kind of a discovery within yourself of realizing certain parts about yourself? There's like authenticity coming forward. Yeah, I guess. So it's almost as though we're understanding. Are you a lesbian? No. Are you having connections within your sexual identities? No. So no, I'm not getting the information from your folks and family. This is completely opposite. This is completely different. Um, <laughs> isn't that funny? So you see the shifting. You see it. It's coming through the screen. The shifting of energies. It's it's completely parallel. It's yeah. so. It's called spirit guides. They're called spirit guides. All right. So we got your angels. They came forward. We got your spirit guides coming forward and they're talking yeah. to me about your authenticness. And so for me to connect to that, it's for me, cause I'm gay. I'm like, well, that feels like sexual to me, like sexual identity. And so that's where I was getting like that um, sexual, like abuse, but that could also be in the brain, like not knowing or understanding or not realizing who we 
are intended to be. I'm not saying you're intended to be a lesbian. I'm just saying that there could be parts of you that have tendencies of not wanting to be certain things because if you've embodied religion, sexual trauma, then that's going to stop you from doing certain things in your life. And so, yeah, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. and so, um, sorry, that was like a, it's like, I just had to throw that out there because you resist this page here, this thing yeah, that's I, weird for you. It's weird yeah, for you. Wanna, it makes you get married like, or anything. Yeah, no, I, so I, well, I'm not telling you to get married. I just got a divorce. I don't need you to get married. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm not not interested in dating or any of that stuff cool so guess what you're you're needing to find out what your body needs because your hormones are probably crying out because it's not a choice your body needs release your body needs these kinds of things and so it's not an option you don't it's like you need to become more tapped into your body because i do believe there's flowage here whether that's all sensations right like listening aside like it's like you're going to become so tapped into your knowing and your intuition um and you're going to realize so much more about yourself that's the authenticity that's coming through for you is you're going to realize you're super intuitive so the it's like you're going to sense things and experience things and you're going to just you need to not be afraid of the entities on the other side, if you ever are, because what's around you is only good and positive. We all have our own darknesses to go through, but that's the only negative demonic thing you need to worry about. Fair? Yeah. Um, because I don't want you to feel timid when you go to tap into your own intuition anymore. Okay. Because they all stepped way back behind me because I have powers of my own and I can see and I can have the authority from your loved ones to talk about sensitivities, which is your spirituality side, which is your intuition, which is sex, which is all these things that make you feel uncomfortable. Guess what? We bring it out. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, you're safe here. You can feel whatever you want to feel and you don't need a man. You don't need a woman. You just need you to show up for yourself. And if that is relying on somebody else to where you're like, well, I don't need them. Therefore, I don't need the needs that that person would provide me. That's wrong too, because you have to be the one to provide you those needs. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just a way of receiving permission to surrender to your own desires, your own needs. It's giving you the entanglement of feeling convicted to do certain things. That's all this is. Because a part of your release of understanding spirituality and religion is taking conviction off and being like, well, why am I not doing certain things now if I don't think I'm going to go to hell? Because hell doesn't exist. I'm just here to tell everybody. I'm here to tell everybody. Hell does not exist. And you know what dissipates with hell? Fear. Yeah. Fear, fear, fear. I mean, good God. Like, that's all what I get from religious folks anyway. What if the devil comes through? Well, I'll shake his hand. <laughs> what do yeah. you mean when the devil comes through? Give me a break. You don't believe in me? You believe more in the devil? So that's what I'm saying. It's like... You need to understand that the characters that we've taught in certain religions are no different than Santa Claus and the tooth fairy to a degree, like the devil. 
because they're talking to me about the fears and the sensations that we have surrounding the what ifs, or what if I do this? What if I make a wrong choice? What if I disappoint? And it's like, no, 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 all that is mumbo jumbo. We are here for fulfillment, joy, and love and prosperity. We are here to find new ways of learning how to appreciate true abundance, where it's not in money format, it's not in materialistic things. And that's something that's coming through with this change of mind of like the devil doesn't exist. So therefore we don't need to be afraid of doing certain things. And so it's like, we're just going to allow ourselves the peace of mind, knowing we're not being shamed or judged on the other side, period. Yeah. Coping mechanisms are the best approach to living this world because this is hard AF. And any God that I love and respect is going to tell me, hey, you need, to, you need to do something to make yourself feel okay with doing the hard work I need you to do, then so be it. You hear me on that? Because this is hard and spiritual mission work is the hardest thing we can do. But we just got to make sure that we're taking care of our bodies and ourselves and our minds and our souls and making sure that we are living by the example of no shame in our game. So if we want to smoke some pot, drink some beer, go ahead because ain't nobody over here shaming our game. And that's incredible too, because that's going to entice people who are lost and confused, the ones that are in pain from religion. So we can reconform acceptance. True, yes. Hallelujah is where I would want that to be. Like, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> Anywho, oh man, what a delight you are to connect with. Um, I'm going to pull a couple of these Oracle cards for you. And these are just going to be fun, tangible reminders of some angel messages. And it's really Thank fun you. whenever they show me similar messages. So I love it when that happens. So I'm going to shuffle them like this. And then I'm going to cut the deck. First card, your prayers are being answered. Talk about religion. Yeah. Your prayers are being received by the divine. Answers will come soon, although perhaps in forms you didn't expect, like Brandon Burton. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> that's not on there, but everything else is. <laughs> I like the afro on there. Make a decision. Are you choosing to prioritize yourself or another in the situation? Accept divine guidance pointing you toward your own joy. You deserve it. That's sweet. Your loved ones are safe. So apparently your dad wants you to know to let go of your fear. Let go of your fear and worry for your loved ones. I am looking at like God is looking after them. I just talked about fear. Yeah. Cool. Ooh. This is so funny. This is so funny. So listen to me. This is so great. Okay. So I know you don't want anybody in your life, but guess what? Don't give up on love. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Um, a relationship you cherish can be healed. Allow me to clear the way for forgiveness so that love can thrive again. So the thing is, this is going to either be with yourself, with others, or someone coming in the future. So it's just going to be really neat to know how that plays out. But nonetheless, love, 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 love. Like, that's what I'm saying. It just came in hot with the love. Yeah, so. Cool. Huh? I say, we shall see. I think that you're going to really find, you're going to really go through some 
thought processes and you're really going to go through an awakening to yourself i think that you're going to break down some barriers of becoming a version of you that um i believe was hard to do with all of your family family alive i don't know what all this means but there's going to be some sort of rebirth within you and so just trust your angels any inspiration you feel and any motivation you feel will be because your dad and your other loved ones are saying you need to do this you need to feel this. You need to go through here. Anytime you see yourself doing something in your mind, it's because they've put that thought in your head to get you to the next best place. The second thought you have will be your own thought. And that's where we say second guessing. And so it's one of those things where we can't overthink. We can't yeah. feel like we're not worthy of doing certain things or we're not good enough. So anyway, hope this helps you. How do you feel? Yeah, <laughs> It's fun, yeah. right? Just a conversation. <laughs> Just a conversation. It's a lot to think about. Yeah. I can't wait for you to see the things that I see later. But I don't want you to give up on any kind of love. I do not want you to give up on any potential of finding new love anywhere from anybody. All I'm saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for your trust. I hope this helps you. Um, I know that it could cause some things to surface up, some thought processes to take action. Um, it's very common for someone to go through an emotional hangover or a thought provoking hangover the next day or even the night. Yeah. So um, it feels like I'm, you know, prescribing or like I'm a doctor, but it's true. It's like, you're all of a sudden going to feel <laughs> completely flipped upside down where yeah. it's like, holy shit, that conversation made so much sense. There's no way that can't be uh, false. And so therefore we have to compartmentalize. It's like, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, everything, I'm, everything matters. Everything I do matters. Everything that we're doing matters. And through the umbrella of God, we can connect to our loved ones. So that's how this works. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So it's not to like test your faith. It is to inflex your faith. But at the same time, I need you to completely unravel what you already know to be true and false about what you want to practice, the religion, okay? There's a lot happening inside of you. I can feel it. I can see it. I can sense it. So um, something tells me I'll see you like a different time. Call me Miss Cleo. No. <laughs> gosh anyway so i hope you have a great day it was a pleasure meeting you thank you so All much right, you too thank bye. you all right bye-bye